Hello there. So the Woman King tells the story of the Agoji tribe who uh, def defend the, the kingdom of Dahomey from the uh, from European and slave traders who invade them. That's the basic story of the film and uh, story being the key word here. Now, while this tribe did actually exist, what's depicted on screen is very different from what happened in real life. So, and we'll get into that. So, so I just seen the Woman King yesterday. Here's my review of this film, right? So, Right off the bat, I'm going to say one thing. Look, we all know the movies, they take creative liberties. That's absolutely true. And to be fair, uh, you know, the, the film Braveheart, based on William Wallace, starring Mel Gibson, that is massively historically inaccurate. It paints William Wallace to be this great hero, when in fact he done some pretty terrible things in real life. Now, it's one of those things, I enjoyed the film. It's an excellent film, thoroughly enjoyable but I'm not going to turn around and say it's factually accurate and actually put William Wallace on a pedestal. You know, the way that some people genuinely believe a lot of things that happen. I remember one time at school, I was in history class, and somebody said, um, you know, Robert the Bruce betrayed William Wallace. And the history teacher basically snapped at her saying, no, he didn't. It's, like, it's funny how things like that stick in your mind, a random thing to stick in your mind, but whatever. But the point is, if, if it's entertaining... Entertaining, but as long as you can separate fact from fiction, and you know, same with another film that featured Mel Gibson, The Patriot, that was directed by Roland Emmerich, and you know, another film on which he's basically uh, beating up the English. So <laughs> it seems like Mel Gibson hates the English almost as much as he hates the Jews. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, you could just imagine him and Kanye West getting together, but that's a whole other story for a whole different day. We're not going into that. But the point being is, you know. Just because something's factually inaccurate, it doesn't mean it can't be entertaining. That's that's got to be said here. Now, and the Woman King is completely fabricated. It's heavily fictionalized. So I was going into this knowing a lot of things. Now, the tribe that they're basically making out to be the heroes here is did some horrible things in real life. In fact, they were real life slave traders, and. They were, and they've done horrible things, like even like hearing about them, like killing elderly people and things like that. This was a horrible, horrible tribe, which is now being portrayed as this great thing on on screen, and they're being hero, being put as the heroes here. It's one of those things, though. I went into this film knowing that, so what I was kind of thinking is, I'm not going to go in here looking for a history lesson. Look, if the film's entertaining, I'll I can separate from that. But I've got to say. It has its moments, but this film is largely boring. There are some good action moments in it, and the acting is good. You know, Viola Davis as, as the lead is excellent. She always is, wonderful actress. But the film itself is largely dull. There's a couple of really good action moments in it. There's a couple of... Towards the end, there's one emotional... There's one or two emotional moments that actually do click. But for the most part, I didn't feel anything for these characters. I don't think they're especially well-drawn. I wasn't engaged by this film. A few moments here and there isn't enough to really make this film worth worth a look, to be honest. And I'll and here's the thing here. I I know what's gonna happen here. The whole narrative will be if you don't like this film, you're racist, you're sexist, whatever. That's gonna that is the whole narrative going around here. And I I know the minute I seen the trailer for this film and I seen the title for it, I just knew 
critics would love this film, and lo and behold, they have. You know, and you just know this is going to be an Oscar film. Absolutely, 100%. You just know that. And, you know, apparently audiences love it as well. It's got a 99% Rotten Tomato score, but I'm like, okay, fair enough. Some people think there's some jiggery-pokery going on here, but you know what? If people love it, they love it. That's, I'm not here to say, like, off I'm subjective in that sense. So what this film really shows to me is it's another example how, of how movie critics review a cause rather than a film these days. Most of them, they're actually more interested in like getting their politics out there. A lot of them are sort of left-wing activists, first and foremost, and then movie reviewers second. And, and, to, be, and to be fair... It's the same on both sides. You look at the right-wing people who are actually turning around saying, oh, yeah, movie critics do this and movie critics do that. Yeah, a lot of them do the same thing. You look, so they, There's a lot of them who are, like, gushing over Gina Carano in that film from The Daily Wire. So, you know, it it, it, goes, on, it goes on both sides. I've not seen that film. I don't know. I don't think it's had a UK release date. I might have mild interest in seeing it just to see how bad it is because I get the feeling it's probably pretty bad but of course those people who say the same about the critics being shells they do the exact same thing themselves for things that are their causes so let, let's not get that twisted it's just as, as I've said many times before it's just as bad on both sides now well this film is it's technically very well made you know the music is the musical score is really good. There's a couple of good battle scenes in this film that, that's well choreographed. Like there's one that is pretty exciting towards the end. That's, the problem is it's such a slog getting there. It's and there's nothing much happens in between that. And, and like I said, I'd never really felt anything for the characters. There's like there's very there's hardly there's only really one memorable line of dialogue. And the only reason why it's memorable is because it's so jarring. It's about, you know, talking about, they're complaining about how the, the European guys are coming to enslave them and things like that. But then, but when you know in real life what actually happened, it's like, well, no, it's this tribe was actually pretty good at enslaving themselves, you know, so that's why it's jarring. Uh, so if I hadn't known this going in, that line wouldn't have been so jarring to me, but, you know, it is, there you go, it is what it is. And of course, the mainstream media isn't telling you this. They're not going with that narrative. They're just saying, oh, you have to go see this, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's amazing, it's fantastic. And of course, Oscars will be all, it'll all be up at the Oscars and things like that. We all know it's going to happen. But, and see, and then I remember as well a few months ago, some I said something about movie critics are, are biased and things like that on Twitter, and you had all these people going, how are critics biased? They're not biased, it's just like, well, <laughs> you've just seen another example of this. Now, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, like, and all the, the great reviews for this film, one of the things that keeps popping up on the reviews, it's saying that it's action-packed, and I'm thinking to myself, it's really not. There's like four action scenes in a two hours, 14-minute film. And if you add up all the time that there's actually action in it, you'd be lucky to get to 15 minutes, maybe 20 at a stretch, which means it's really not action-packed. You know, let's be real. I'm not saying you have to have action every two minutes or anything like that. You do need time to breathe and time to let the story breathe. But it's not action-packed. The critics are telling you that this film has tons of action in it. It doesn't. It's got a few decent moments, like I said, quite well choreographed and things, but... This is another example of how you just can't trust what critics are saying, because they blatantly lie. This film is not action-packed, I can assure you of that. Now, 
what I can also say is it's not terrible, but I didn't enjoy it either. That's but I think the acting does help me. Like I said, Viola Davis is really good. John Boyega's in this. He's great. He's I really like John Boyega. Excellent actor. I think he really did get. I, I love the Star Wars sequel trilogy, but I do think in the episodes eight and nine, Finn really got uh, really got shafted there. You, you could have done a lot more with him, and um, I would have actually enriched them, made them even better. But hey, that's unfortunate. But hey, the guy's got having a great career, so kudos to him. He's he's an excellent actor. He comes across really well in real life. Big thumbs up for John Boyega. But, See, to me, this film just didn't click. Now, I'm not saying if you enjoy this film, that's absolutely fine. That is absolutely fine. But I, I do find, find it funny how people are talking about how there's historical inaccuracies in Blonde, which to appear, I don't like that film either. I, I spoke about that in the review last week and things like that. And there are some pretty bad historical inaccuracies in that film. And, you know, and to be fair... I, 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 they were pretty, they were really bad. I really did not like a lot of the stuff they did in that film. And critics, to be fair, people who don't like the film are quite right to call that out. But a lot of these same people are probably absolutely lavishing praise on this film when it's glorifying a tribe that did terrible things. Now, I will admit, and it is kind of hypocritical. Now, you could say maybe it's hypocritical of me because I like Braveheart and. Well, he was was a terrible person, but at least you know I'm actually being honest and upfront to say at least I was entertained by that film. And if I was entertained by this film, I would tell you that I would be honest. But I wasn't, to be real, for the most part. It had its moments, but for the most part, it just didn't really click. I mean, it's two hours fourteen minutes, and I will say this for a film that's long and that didn't that I didn't really enjoy overall. The time did go in quick. I'll say that. So that was actually a pleasant surprise. Kind of like Blonde as well. That's like two hours and 40 minutes and I didn't like the film overall, but the time did go in quick, strangely enough. But, well, there you have it. But what I will say is the the, the media is... Yes, this is not another perfect example of the media trying to guilt trip you into something and just going to lavish praise on anything. Because there'll be a lot of people who will be scared of being called a racist or a sexist if they turn around and say, you know what, this film didn't really work for me. It will, people will do that. They'll, they'll throw these slurs around like confetti about, about this. But I'll say one thing, just to bear this one in mind. The the wonderful actress, uh, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm really sorry if I do butcher her name, but Lupita Inongo. Sorry if I've got her name wrong, but you know who I'm talking about, great actress. She was originally meant to be in this film. And she pulled out of it because she didn't want to be in a, in a film that glorified slave traders. So, you know, before you turn around and say, if anyone turns around and criticises this film, you're a racist, you're a sexist, whatever, just remember that Lupita Inongo didn't want to be a part of this. So make of that what you will. And, you know, I, I really stand by her. She's the person that comes out of this whole film, someone who wasn't even in it, who comes out of this whole film with the most credit because she's, she comes out with her integrity intact, intact. She has her morals. She has her principles. And it's very rare, not just in Hollywood, but quite often in life in general, you'll find that. So kudos to her. She really, she really, she really showed a lot of backbone and a lot of, a lot of class there so well done to her so overall the woman king you know it's not terrible but i didn't like it either it's massively massively overrated and i do get the feeling that a lot of the praises 
critics virtue signaling because you know and then and if you look at what they're virtue signaling for it's just another example of how virtue signaling is incredibly false but there you have it just my thoughts there so i'll be going to see black adam later today and i'll get the review up tomorrow so definitely looking forward to that thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye